Okay, and we're and we're back. Uh, I say we because I have a partner now, uh, uh, Amanda the Great, who is making this uh, possible. We have gone from Ding Donger with Matt Bronger, uh, which if you don't know who I am, no one knows what the hell that is. Uh, you know, when you when you read it to advice from a dipshit, which is the natural progression of the show. I, I got into taking little advice and questions and playing off them, and I had a blast, and it kind of revitalized my love for making this podcast. And um, went off on my own and got uh, uh, just a just a demon on the boards who knows what she's doing, <laughs> and so it's 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 great. Uh, and I'm excited, and um, and thanks for coming along with me, if I may be sincere for a moment. So. I mean, screw it. Let's let's hear the first call. Let's go. Matt. Matt. My name is Ryan, and I have a little drunk. Um, but I want to call and tell you I love you. I fucking, fucking love you. And I fucking hate my job. I work at Apple, and I just, I just fucking hate my job. And recently, I broke up with uh, my boyfriend because he was being kind of a douche. And so I'm just wondering how to get back to the game. I'm wondering, how do you recover from a breakup, Matt? Um, my ex-boyfriend, oh, he's my ex. He, I <laughs> broke up with him last night. He just said that I was, uh, I kind of treated him like a trick. And um, that, and I'm really good in bed. <laughs> and I'm just really sad about that. I'm really sad about that, Matt. So I'm wondering, how do you recover from that? How do you recover from uh, a breakup? That is the question. God damn, I am drunk. Matt, how do you recover from a breakup? I'm 45. I'm single. I'm bilingual. I'm ready to mingle. Um, how do you how do you recover from a breakup? God damn, I am drunk. I fucking love you, Matt. I met you at a at that podcast convention that I can't think of the name of, of the guy from Afghanistan. I worked there. I fucking love you. God damn, I love you, Matt. <laughs> I am really drunk. Um, just, uh, how do you recover from breakup, Matt? That's the question. What do you, like, what are the steps? Like, one, two, three. So, all right, man. All right. Matt. <laughs> fucking love you. You're a really goddamn good comedian. And I want you to keep doing that shit. <laughs> Write goddamn jokes because you're really good. And your Instagram is on point. Matt, I fucking love you. And I just really appreciate you. I wish you were here. I'd hug you. I'd buy you a drink. Okay, I'm going to go now. I think I've said too much. Bye, Matt. Wow! Oh my God, that was the perfect first call to get on the pod, on the <laughs> on the new new incarnation of the podcast. Holy shit! Well, first off, Ryan, I love you too. I love how he was like drunk, but you can understand him, and kept having that thing of like I and uh oh shit, I'm drunk. Oh God. Oh oh wait. Oh God. So that's so good, and it said it was so real. You know, it's obviously a man in pain. And he's obviously uh, yeah. trying to drink himself out of it, and it ain't nothing wrong with that if it's you know just just 
just the once to deal with it, to dull the pain. Don't do it every night, Ryan, please. Us guys in our 40s, you know how we suffer with a lot of that shit, uh, with the with the hangover uh, brutality that comes with age. Um, well, uh, first off, Ryan, uh, as I said, I love you too, and uh, congrats on being single, bilingual, and ready to mingle. I don't think you're actually ready to mingle yet. You know, give yourself some time. But uh, uh, I, nice, nice to meet you. I don't exactly remember where, uh, when it was at the. I think it was maybe New York Podfest because I didn't do a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, uh, podcast festivals with the with the podcast. Uh, well, I haven't yet. We'll do more um, now that we're now that we're full bore, four to the floor. Uh, but. <laughs> Congrats on being good in bed. That's great. Uh, and I'm sorry for that you're hurting. That sucks. And it's, and it's, you know, first off, you mentioned that you're 45. Don't let that bug you. Uh, people become single uh, at all ages of life. It's one of those things we all have to wrap our heads around and, you know, accept as a truth because it is. Uh, but to your point, uh, how, how you get through a breakup, the, the only way I know is through First of all, don't take it all out on yourself and don't feel like uh, you're going to feel raw and lonely for a, for a while and just let yourself feel that way and don't act like everything's okay. One of the first things I've, I've discovered about uh, going through hardship is that you've got to go, when shit sucks, just be like, all right, shit sucks right now. It just really, really sucks right now. And don't try to like shake it up. No, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know what? You know what? It's good. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's, oh my God. I'm stabbing myself in the backyard, um, you know, in the leg. In the, I'm not proposing a suicide scenario, uh, even in description. No, um, it, it's just just be honest with yourself that it's going to hurt. And that's that's one. You wanted me to do one, two, three. I'll do one, two, three. Uh, two, don't take all this shit out on yourself uh, and or him. It's just something that had to happen, uh, obviously, because uh, you're not. It doesn't sound like you're. It sounds like you're hurting more that you're single more than you miss this person, and that's healthy and that's good. Uh, so don't 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 uh, project negative feelings toward yourself or or toward that guy. And three, don't live in the past, and that's the hardest one to do because we we tend to rosify the past. We tend to go, oh man, things were so much better then, and they weren't. They were shitty then too. Even when you were you know, back in, you know, like high school and didn't have to worry about paying bills and stuff, you're still going through all kinds of horrible, all of us are going through all kinds of horrible garbage. So don't look back on that relationship as it was so, so much of a better time because that, that tends to make you get back. To, I, I've gotten back together with exes and wanted, wanting it to be the way it was. And it can never be the way it was. It'll just be like a new thing that probably won't be as good because you broke up for a reason. So that's my one, two, three for you. Uh, and uh, again, I love you too. I appreciate that you called hammered. I love when people just call when they're real. See, like that was a perfect call. Not that you should get drunk and call. Please don't do that, folks. Uh, you know, unless you have to or you, 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 you know, the, the, the mood strikes you. Um, there is no judgment when people call. The only thing is like if people call and they want to, you know, like mess with me or like do a dumb bit or something. And then, you know, and like, we like, oh, I got a great. Uh, character I want to do. It's like, I, I want people to call, like real people to call. If you're a funny person, you can go ahead and say something funny, whatever. I don't I don't want to censor you, but I'm just telling you, Amanda screens all these calls. She listens to them before I listen to them, and you, you're not going to get to the kid, let's just say, if you're fucking around. And Ryan was not fucking around. So uh, <laughs> uh, good luck to you, Ryan, and, and hang in there. Uh, let's get the next one. Okay. 
going spiritual now. Okay. Hi, Matt. This is Shannon. I was wondering if you had any advice on ways to open my third eye. I'm trying to be more intuitive. So if you had any suggestions, thanks. Wow. Boy. You know, one rule that I have on the show is I'm never going to Google shit. I'm not going to, you know, go look up stuff for people. Not that you should have, Shannon. I think if you Googled, how do I open my third eye, you get videos of, pe of people just building bongs that can send smoke to all your orifices. That's probably a thing, right? If you get one eyeball full of smoke and uh, Uranus, uh, you will see God. Um, but it, you... <laughs> You sound, you sound sincere, and it sounds like you just want to be more intuitive. You know, I'll give you the advice that the guy, I grew up with a guy named Lev, who when I first met him and we were six years old, I was like, I'm Matt. And he was like, I'm Lev. And I was like, your name is Love? And all I kept thinking was, this guy's going to get his ass kicked at school. And he's like, Lev, with an E. And I was like, oh. I remember having this sense of relief because like, oh, good. <laughs> I don't want to see you get punched. It won't be me. But there are some bad kids. And that's a, that's how Portland used to be. Anyway, um, when I was talking about whether or not how I was struggling with, I had this this period of if people from the, I didn't really, actually, did I talk about this? I don't know if I talked about this a lot on the podcast, but I had, just like anyone, a period of indecision with my wife where I was just like, should I be with this person? Should I not? And Lev was kind of just like, uh, and I was like, I was like, you're you're married. You guys have a kid. Like, uh, and, and tell me about it. And he's like, He's like, you guys got to open your heart, man. And that was it. And it's like, I feel like that's, let's just say it's not just your heart. You also have to open your mind and, and things like that. And I think if you just, if, if you kind of settle into yourself and uh, keep yourself open to things while at the same time actively seeking out the thing you're looking for. See, I'm trying to treat like this, this, this question as sincerely as I can, because there could be a mystical person right now in their car who's just slamming their palm against the horn like, no, fuck, man, no. You have to con Ugh. you have to concentrate on the Egyptian god Osiris. Okay, that's how you open your third eye. Osiris was the, was the all-seeing eye of ancient Egypt, as we know, the most advanced civilization. Um, so, uh, you know, like I have a, I have a Wiccan cousin who is a, is a, is a Wiccan priestess and, uh, maybe she could talk about it in more of a, more of a spiritual, um, uh, point of expertise, but I don't really have that point of expertise. So my advice to you is if you want to do research on, on, um, on spiritualism and religion and find the one that you can lock into best, use that as a conduit, I think, and just, just keep yourself, uh, open, but protect yourself if that helps, I think. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Was, hold on. Can I break? Because you started bringing up your Wiccan cousin. Isn't that the one who like married your other cousin? Well, she and performed a marriage. Yeah. She she married them. She married them, and and they were all on motorcycles. And yeah. And uh, and my my uh, well, they're not married anymore. But the best man's name was Crash, and he took uh, my <laughs> my aunt up to the outdoor altar on the back of a motorcycle. What? Sitting side saddle. That's right. That's right. And he was I like, hold on. And my aunt was my aunt was like. <laughs> What? And, he, and she's like, I am. He's like, no, I mean, hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, just tattoos up and down his arms. That was, uh, you know, full disclosure, because I don't want to, I always want to be completely real and sincere. I uh, uh, did cocaine off the edge of a knife in an alleyway that night. That Talk about a wedding. <laughs> We've all made mistakes. Uh, next call. Okay. 
Next, <laughs> next caller. The brongers, everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know my mom's listening to this. Mom, not anymore. Never again. Hi, Matt. My name is Stacy. I'm a middle-aged single mom with four little kids living in the middle of Florida. I recently lost my job because I was replaced by a computer program, and I had the opportunity to go back to school and finish my degree. I wondered if you had any advice on what kind of a degree I should go for. I am pulled in like six different directions, and I can't make up my mind. Thanks. Wow. Boy, that's a heavy one. Uh, well, I'm sorry, Stacy, that you lost your job. Uh, but as you know, there's a, a lot of that going around. So, the very least, you are not alone, uh, as the Michael Jackson song says. Uh, boy, like I, I hesitate to tell you exactly what degree you should get. I, I think maybe even just look outside the university system and and look at what's what's you know just get. Uh, uh, together with yourself and your skill set and and your and your dreams and what you want to be doing and what you think is viable and honestly when you then you think of what's viable stretch a little stretch a little and uh, and and see what's out there and don't limit yourself don't let yourself be that person that put yourself in check uh, obviously you have four kids to take care of uh, but at the same time you know mom has to be happy and mom has to have a a, a career that is that is thriving. I would, God, it's, I I think you just need to focus on what you're good at and what you want to do and then go from there. If that road leads you to, to school and, and, uh, and, and what's, what's heartening to me is that your tone suggests you weren't like, oh, uh, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. My kids are going to starve. You sound like you've maybe got an, an okay nest egg or whatever you're, you know, or I should say savings, um, and, and and you have options, which is fan fucking tastic and great. And um, uh, but I think if you're in that position, look, a lot of times when you lose those jobs, uh, it's brutal, but it's the best thing that could have happened to you. So you know, look at it that way and and go, all right, what I've always wanted to do is this. And if that thing won't exactly make you the money you need to make, maybe you can do something else as well. Uh, and, uh, best of luck to you. I know this is super vague. I wish, I wish I could tell you a degree that, oh, that one's popping. You will get uh, a guaranteed job in a, in a, in a high pay sector from there. But I don't really, A, I don't really know. And B, I don't think those degrees necessarily exist anymore. I, I, I feel like they dangle that carrot in front of your face a lot, especially with these, you know, BS places like DeVry and friggin' University of Phoenix and all that crap, which is just a hustle. Uh, but you know, uh, I think, I think it's, this is kind of the cool thing is this is your time. Uh, this is your time to kind of figure out, um, uh, what it is. So just take a deep breath and, uh, don't be too hasty, but definitely treat this as a job. Now, this is your job. Now your job now is figuring out what the next thing is. And, uh, I would talk to your kids. I would see what they see, what they know. Cause I remember, you know, I was my mom was a teacher, and I always knew my mom was crazy smart because she could just defeat me in any argument in less than two moves. Uh, so I always knew she was supposed to be doing that. Maybe your kids have an idea, you know, and that's just one facet of what you what you've got laid out in front of you. So, okay, good luck, and uh, and thanks for calling. All right. Um. So I know that we're not like really doing prank calls or anything like that, but. I think- <laughs> I think this person called because they're curious about the process of this. All right. So that's why I'm going to play this cool. one now. Sweet. Hey, this is Jake. Uh, I just had a question about starting up a podcast. 
if I was going to start up a podcast and I wanted to set up a phone call line or something like that, how would I go about doing it? I'm looking forward to hearing your answer. Again, this is Jake. Hey, Jake, go fuck yourself. You don't get to my, use my idea, you son of a... I'm kidding. <laughs> that would be amazing. Just like, yeah, I got this idea. Uh, it's it's going to be like, let me... Um, I'm not going to use the word advice, but um, people will call it... Now, obviously, I don't think Jake is, is, that, is that ridiculous, but you know what? I don't know. And, uh, you know, that's why I have Amanda, because she knows how to do all this stuff. Um, I do know that you should set up uh, a phone number on, on – if you have a Gmail account, you can, you can have a, a, a G call kind of thing. Um, and that's how I initially started doing it back in the Halicon days of a, of, a, of a collapsed podcast of which shall not be named. Um, but look, man, like I, I got a rule where I can't, I can't Google stuff and, and look it up and all, all that stuff. So hate to tell you, man, but look it up. And, uh, I hope your podcast is nothing like mine, but I hope it's awesome. And, uh, best of luck to you, Jake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I just give a little, yeah, uh, hit, uh, hit it. So just so you know, when you set up Google voice, you have to set it up to like a real phone. Okay. And so I had set it up and not realized that calls were coming to my own phone. Right. And so I actually answered somebody who wanted to leave Holy a question. Holy shit. That, like, <laughs> that happened to me. That happened to me when I, the first time I did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, back okay. at, back at Farrell. And, 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 uh, I just was, I remember I was driving to go, uh, I was working on this, on this, uh, show and my phone kept ringing. And it's like, I was like, always like, no, I'm not going to answer it. Like if I don't see, know the numbers, like let it go. Yeah, voicemail. It. So yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, fuck it. And I was like, who keeps calling? Hello? And the guy's like, oh, fuck, is this Matt? Oh, I was like, no. yes, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was like, I was like, call back, man. It's not supposed to go to my phone, but thanks for calling. Like, this isn't, the number is not my phone's number. Yeah. All right, it's bye. Not, wow. yeah. It was the weirdest <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, so I sat there yeah. with this guy, like, so really awkward, really... being like, what are you trying to do right now? That's and then we crazy. finally, like, put together, he was doing the voicemail. So to whoever that guy is, thank you for being so graceful with me, because he was like, yeah, I'll call back in, like, 20 minutes, so don't pick up, because I really want to leave a question. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, a Y chord from your computer into a mixer like gives the great sound that we're having right now. Sweet. That's all you get, Jake. God damn it. <laughs> okay. So we do get a lot of um, comedians looking for advice questions. So I figured that would, at least for the first episode, be kind of a nice way to end it. Okay, yeah. All right. Hey, Matt. Um, Big fan of your comedy. I'm actually a, a comedian myself, uh, calling in. And but this uh, this question could be um, pertinent to anybody who is just hungry in in life and trying to accomplish a uh, short term or a long term goal. But I was just basically wondering, um, you know, especially in this industry that we're in, you know, when you're first starting out and you're finally starting to book shows and stuff here and there, how do you stay hungry like everybody tells you to do? But then those same people also tell you that people can smell when you're too hungry hmm. and that the, it, it kind of pushes them away, kind of stiff arms them, keeps them at a distance. So how do you walk that line between staying hungry enough but not getting too hungry where you're just annoying people? Um, <laughs> that's it. Thanks. That's it. That's a sorry. Bye, man. Uh, that's a that's a really w interesting way to put it. I, I think you're confusing hunger with the the the. You know what? Maybe I'm maybe I'm mixing up the two. I was about to say that confusing the hunger with the ability to uh, not give a fuck. Uh, 
it's it's kind of a it's kind of a different thing. I guess it's it first it starts it starts off with what what are you hungry for? Like if you're kind of hungry just to be famous, then bam. But if you're hungry to kind of do better in your life and 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 your career and and get as 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 good as you can and kind of thrive, that I think that's what you kind of want to stay hungry for and don't get don't I guess it's just kind of like don't get lazy and um don't uh, don't think it's all just roses and 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 rivers running with honey once you get to a certain position like i have uh friends who the pot of gold in a lot of ways is when you're a comedian who can do a door deal and i'm sure you know what i'm talking about man where if you play a club you get the you basically get everything everyone pays to get in and then the 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 proprietor the owners and the bookers they split the drink tab because uh you know people drink a lot that's like that's why they give away tickets to comedy shows so often because they rake their real money off that. But to get to the point where you're where you can sell out again and again and again and again and again and get that door deal, uh, you know, it's tough. Like I'm not there yet. I mean, I've made door deals with some places, but generally it's not my mo. I generally get like a check and I get a bonus if my shows sell out. Um, but I have friends who all they get are door deals and all they play are, are, are big theaters and stuff like that, and they're still like. Fuck, man. I feel like I got to get back on the road after like two weeks. And some of these friends I've had to tell you, like, you need to goddamn get a life. And I told that to um, a good friend of mine who now has a great girlfriend. and They live together and, and shit. And not that you need to be in a relationship to have a life. But I'm just saying it's important to kind of tether that to a to a a, a little bit of a, of a spike in the ground. Kind of be like, all right, all right. Like, I'm not going to let it. Uh, uh, drag me all over the place and 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 be in constant fear where you're just and and, and it's it's impossible to not have some of that as a comedian. So I, I don't think I don't think you're ever gonna lose the hunger, man. I don't think you are. But I think what you might be saying is like to feel too desperate, and that's not the same thing as being hungry. It, you know, you kind of um, just uh, want want to want to. You kind of got to like yourself and be as relaxed as possible. I go to auditions pretty regularly and I still find myself in certain auditions where I'm like, mm, I'm rushing or damn it. I didn't hit that uh, line just right. I'm not loose enough. You know, uh, when I first would go to auditions, it, you know, like, just like anybody be like, okay, so is that, was that good? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. Do you want me to close the door on the way out? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I might as well be like, boy, I'd love to be on this show guys. Which is the point where they're like, never hire him. I don't want to work with that guy. All that is, just from the audition standpoint, is they want to make sure you could be good at the role. But also, do we want to be around this dude for a couple weeks? Is this guy going to be chill? Just like hanging out at a party. Do we want to be with the chill people or do we want to be the person who's, you know, who's a star fucker, who's like wants to just hang out for the wrong reasons and stuff like that? And that's the feeling you have, you want to project on stage where you're just cool with yourself. You're like, look, guys, I got... You know, if you're a, if you're a host, I got 10 minutes of gold. If you're a feature, I got 30 minutes of gold. If you're a headliner, I got you know 50 to an hour and 20 minutes of, of gold for you. And I look, I'm gonna share it with you, and you guys lucked out. And I think you have to put that into your own life, where you're kind of just like, man, I got a lot of cool shit to share. And you know, I I, I saw this on a tattoo once, uh, and it was gold. It was it was um. John Candy's face from Plane, Trains, and Automobiles with his mustache and his and his his big head. And it's like, go ahead. And around it was written in laurels. Go ahead, laugh. But you know what? I like me. And I think you have to keep that about yourself where it, 
you know, I I I remember being a kid with like, you know, I I never liked how my body looked, so I'd like sometimes swim in a t-shirt, which is it fools everyone, by the way. Everyone thinks, oh, that what that kid must be hiding some sweet rock and roll tattoos with that t-shirt on. But the first time you see a really fat kid just jump in and be like, woo, and doesn't care, that's the coolest kid. The the one who doesn't get you. Oh yeah, I got tits. Whatever. I'm 12. Go fuck yourself. That's a cool kid. And so be that cool kid. Like, you know, uh, just no matter how you do on stage, just roll with it and and, and make it clear that you're going to have a good time regardless. Um, and it's a, it, that, it, that's kind of what it is. It's just trying to kind of learn how to get down with yourself and, and, and like who you are. And, you know, I, I think I've said this in the podcast before, but Dan Harmon kind of put it the best way where it's just like, just like when you're lost in the woods and you remember your mom told you, all right, if you're lost, just stay where you are. We'll find you. It's the same thing with the industry. Just work on your craft, be as good as you possibly can, get as much of your stuff out there as you can, and people will find you. You'll become a hot commodity. It's not about necessarily glad handling and schmoozing and networking, but it's it's just about being good to, to the point where they can't deny you. So, And that's going to take you a while. Maybe you're already there, but even if you are or you're going to get there later, just, you know, be <laughs> be cool, I guess is what I'm saying. So uh, best of luck to you, man, and uh, uh, hang in there. That was great. All right. Cool. Uh, guys, uh, that's that's it. That's our first, Woo-hoo. first, first. Uh, and the phone number, if you want to be a part of it, is 323-763-0228. Again, that's 323-763-0228. Um, or the, uh, 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 the patron, no, the Patreon, uh, I've just kind of learned how to say that sort of, is at advice from a dipshit if you want to uh, become a donor. That's how you do it. And if you're already there, uh, God bless, and you're the best. Um, and uh, we're at uh, at dipshit advice on Twitter and advice from a dipshit on Facebook. I am at Bronger and Matt Bronger on Facebook. Uh, I'm not going to give you Amanda's information, so uh, stay away, creeps. Uh, and But shout out to Amanda, and thanks, everybody, for staying with us. And this has been uh, advice from a dipshit number one. Number one. Five. High five. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger.